0: Your point of sale system goes down, do you have a backup plan? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. My intention for this episode is to help you create a plan so you and or your team aren't panicking if your point of sale system goes down. Well, I should say it's not a matter of if it will go down, most likely it will go down. I know from leading groups over the years with hundreds of store owners in them that all point of sale systems go down. Like it doesn't matter if you have Square or Shopify or Lightspeed, they all go down. I'm not sure if there's one system that's better than another when it comes to this. And I mention this because we always think that the grass is greener, right? However, switching point-of-sale systems can be a really big effort for store owners, and I wouldn't want anyone to go through this process of switching because you think someone else's system won't go down. I know everyone, at least from from my knowledge, everyone in our groups have experienced this. All systems experience some type of outages throughout the year. Now, I'm going to present your options based on what might actually happen that we would deem your system going down. The first one is when the internet is down. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that the point of sale system is down. It's just that you don't have internet connection. So in this situation, we're not blaming the point of sale system. We're blaming the internet. But this does cause a point of sale system to go down. You can't process credit cards in that case. So the first option would be to have some type of backup internet. So for instance, I have a hotspot on my phone which allows me to get internet access on my laptop or on my iPad if I'm somewhere that doesn't have free Wi-Fi or I just can't connect to the internet. Now, this would be my number one option. This is this would be my personal go-to because I want to make sure when I'm connected to the internet, I want to make sure that the credit card actually processes. Something to consider with hotspots is that if your hotspot doesn't work great, you might still find tech issues. Otherwise, this is the best alternative, at least in my mind. Number two is to learn how to use what they call offline mode. And what is offline mode? It's a mode in your point of sale system that allows you to continue to accept credit card payments even without an internet connection. In most cases, what happens is the payments are stored and encrypted and then processed once the internet is restored. And when you do this, it's nice because you can still, if you have a line of people at your cash wrap, you can still check them out. The one thing to consider, obviously, when accepting offline payments is that you're taking a risk because you're assuming the customer's credit card won't get declined. So maybe in this situation, you'll want to consider setting a dollar limit for what you'll take offline. So you could always say, like, it's, a, it's our store policy that when, when we don't have connection and we're connected or we're taking transactions in offline mode that the max you can purchase is $50. And I'm just throwing out a, ra- a random number. But you determine what your risk tolerance is in that situation. Oh, and the other thing to consider is that it can take up to 72 hours for payments to process. So if you're a really busy store and you're in offline mode, and let's say, for instance, while in offline mode, you collect 100 or you process 100 transactions, it can take up to 72 hours for for those payments to process, and you're going to want to hope that they all process, right? So that's just something to consider. One other thing that I want to mention is, all point-of-sale systems, at least the popular ones that I know store owners use, they all have a tutorial for processing credit cards or transactions in offline mode. So I am going to link Square's tutorial, Shopify's tutorial, and Lightspeed's tutorial because those seem to be the three most popular systems that most people store owners in the Savvy Shopkeeper community use. So we will link all of those tutorials in the show notes. And I would say save that in your operations manual or somewhere so that you can reference it because what happens is so many store owners just go into like, they freeze up. (laughs) They freeze up and they don't know what to do and they don't have instructions for their team and then you're just kind of frozen. It's uncomfortable because you're standing in front of the customer and you don't know how to move forward. And it definitely puts you in an awkward position if you have a lot of people waiting. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, Tools of the Retail Trade Resource Guide, a 28-page downloadable resource filled with software, tools, and equipment recommendations just for brick-and-mortar retail store owners. Learn what I use and what other store owners are using. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash resources. And sign up for my newsletter to get the guide. All right, the second thing is when the actual point of sale system is down. And sometimes the issue is much bigger than the internet recently, Square's entire system went down. We couldn't even log into the Square website. It wasn't just a connectivity issue. When this happens, these are the things that you can consider. The first option is to process later. And when you do this, You'll want to document the customer's name, phone number, maybe even their email address, a list of the products purchased with the SKUs. So yes, this does sound tedious, right? And then remember to include the tax if this applies to the purchase. And when you process later and you're writing all of this down, this means that you'll Want to ask the customer if they're comfortable giving you their credit card information. Now, a lot of us have good established relationships with our customers, and some of them are going to trust us with this. And you can say something like, I'm going to write this down. And then I'm going to take a Sharpie and cover up the credit card, or I'm going to shred this, I'll erase it, I'll cover up your credit card information before disposing it. And some customers will take you up on this offer. The other option is to send an invoice when the system is back up. This means you're trusting the customer, they're going to make the purchase on good faith, and then you'll, they're going to take the products with them, and then they'll pay the invoice when you send it. Now, I think this is ideal for customers that you know well and you feel comfortable um, sending them an invoice later on. I know in my own store, there we have quite a few customers that I would feel really comfortable trusting with this. And if I don't know the customer, of course, I would never do this. I would um, take another route. Uh, Number two, then, is to process now, and that means you want to take credit card payment immediately if it's not a cash transaction, and you can use an alternative source for accepting credit cards. So again, I just kind of want to go back. The first option was to process later, where you're taking the information and you're going to process the transaction later, but the customer leaves with the goods. This one is, okay, No one's leaving my store with the goods. I have to process this now. That's where I'm comfortable. And in this case, maybe you'll accept Venmo, PayPal, Zelle, although I'm not familiar with Zelle. And one great idea that someone shared is to have your QR code for your Venmo account, your PayPal or Zelle, maybe have have the QR code printed on something or on a sign that you can then put on your cash wrap and you can have them scan and pay that way. The one thing here, though, is if those accounts are personal accounts, you won't have business protection. Now, from what I understand, Venmo does have a business account now, so it might be something, again, that you wanna sign up as a backup. Make sure that you're protected, especially if you're processing a lot of transactions. This is worth considering. And then another process now option is to have a backup account with another point-of-sale company. So for instance, Square users might have an account with Shopify where they have a simple handheld card reader or vice versa. You have a Shopify point-of-sale, but you also have a free account with Square with a reader as a backup. Now, things to consider with the process now or process later options You're going to have to reconcile inventory later. This is the one thing that I want you to keep in mind, because if you're really dedicated to your inventory system, whether you go with option A that I gave of processing later and sending an invoice or processing the card later or whether you go with the process now option, no matter what, you wanna make sure that you reconcile your inventory. And that means you're going to wanna know exactly what the customer bought so that you can take it out of your inventory. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, 100 plus social media ideas and prompts for retail store owners. It's easy to get into a rut with social media marketing and not know what to post about. Get this 21-page downloadable resource filled with a list of long ideas so you can be inspired to post and market your brick-and-mortar store. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. It's the number 100 and the word ideas all together. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas and sign up for my newsletter to get the list. Now if you choose to go manual and yes it's frustrating I know but it's better than the alternative where you just don't have any sales or you close your store for the day a simple carbon receipt book is a great way to do this so you're going to keep this at the cash wrap because we all know that technology although can be it can be really helpful and it can speed up the checkout process, it can be unpredictable. So just having a carbon copy receipt book at your cash wrap for these situations is going to help you out. And I'll be sure to link a couple of options um, for purchasing receipt books online in the show notes for this episode. Another thing you can do is create a general cash-only rule. Maybe you don't want to process now or process later, maybe you just go cash only. If you want to avoid all of the above what I just said, go cash only. And that means you'll want to have signs prepared. I would recommend to have them prepared so that you can hang them on your door or display them at your cash rep that say cash only so people know when they come in. It could even say something like, sorry, our system is down. We're cash only at the moment. And then maybe on the sign, you can have a list of the closest ATMs that customers can visit. If somebody really wants to shop with you and you know you have an ATM that's available to them one block away, maybe give them those options so that they can go get cash and still have a transaction in your store. Things to consider with this option is, of course, less transactions. You are going to have customers who just leave and walk away and say, never mind, I never have cash, or I'm not paying the fee at the ATM to get cash. Just something to consider. With the process later or process now options, the point of that is to still save the transaction. You're still going to move forward with the transaction. And then a couple other things that I want to mention are troubleshooting or getting updates when your point-of-sale system goes down. Does your point-of-sale system have a certain website where they do updates when this happens? Is there a help documentation that will keep you updated? Can you visit their website and they have a top banner that is, you know, keeping you updated on the situation? Visit the point of sale system website and see what they're communicating there first. Another place to look when you're looking to troubleshoot or get updates when a point of sale system goes down, visit their social media page. See if they're posting any updates there. Check your email. Did they send everyone an email? Uh, I believe after a while recently with Square's situation, they did have a special website to visit. I feel like most Square users were a little frustrated at the situation because of the lack of communication when that happened. So I gave you a lot of options and I just want to recap them again, just to be clear. You can process later. You can process then in that moment. If you go manual, make sure you have a receipt book. You could also go cash only and then figure out where you can get updates from the point of sale company. To wrap this up, the inevitable decision on how you handle this or what your backup plan really comes down to what you are comfortable with, what your team is comfortable with. And I tried to make sure that I listed things to consider with every option I gave you, because with each option, there are things to consider. I can't make this decision for all shopkeepers. We're all different. However, I will tell you this. Decide on your backup plan. Don't sit in indecision, because the next time you can't process transactions maybe sooner than you think. Not that I wish it on anyone. Let's be clear about that. When Square went down recently, it was not pretty. There was a whole, at least two full conversations in Master Shopkeepers about it and what people were doing. And it was really clear to me that some people didn't have a backup plan. And I thought, okay, this is definitely worth recording in a podcast episode. So that you aren't floundering, you aren't trying to figure it out. So go ahead, decide and document it. You and your team, if you have one, will appreciate having answers and a clear plan when this does happen. No one likes to be panicked. And your customers, they deserve a good experience regardless of what's happening with technology. If you found this podcast episode helpful, please share it with a retail business friend especially this podcast episode, because we should all have a backup plan with this, or leave me a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, I genuinely appreciate every time somebody leaves me a review. If you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 191. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.